0: It's time for another episode of Play Action Pass, your podcast for all things fantasy football. July 28th, Julio Jones plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is signed. Welcome to the Play Action Pass podcast. I'm your host as always at Matt May FF on Twitter. Uh, and I'm joined by the regulars, Tony and, uh, and Roberto. Uh, Tony, how are you doing, mate? I'm wonderful. I'm glad to see one of the goats
1: has signed one of my favourite time players, all-time players. So yeah, can't wait to talk about him. Won't yeah. be, won't be. It'll probably be a short discussion, but I see what happens. Yeah,
2: he's climbing back up that cliff, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rob, how are you doing, mate? I'm good mate, yeah, I can see uh, Tommy taking him at the end of the first. Right. Oh,
0: <laughs> absolutely, if he lets him, uh, if, you know, if he falls that far in our league, you never know. I'm trading uh, up, yeah, I can see Stefano taking him uh, fairly early. You know, well, Stefano will try and stack him with Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we will chat uh, a bit about Julio. Um, and what that might mean for uh, the the Bucks' offense and, and fancy assets, and we're going to continue the conversation from last week um, about wide receivers, where to take them, um, you know, moving into round two of the draft, um, which we we sort of uh, delved into a little bit last week. So let's kick it off though with with the Julio stuff. Tony, you said it might be quick. He signed for a year, six million. Um, 8 million with the incentives. So more than a lot of people were potentially speculating. Tony, what's your thoughts? What's the impact on fantasy?
1: Yeah, um, I, I knew it'd be incentives driven. You know, you get to this age and he's got to perform to get paid basically, but that's fine. You know, he's been paid throughout the years. He, he is an all-time great really in my eyes. You know, some of the catches that, you know, going back all the years um, that I remember him and obviously for fantasy. But, You know, the the cliff was there last year, I think. We saw it. He didn't look that bad, actually. They just didn't throw that much, the Titans. But he wasn't on the field as well, obviously, with his injuries. So, what I mean, Brady is the big winner here because obviously he gets another weapon in the end zone or, you know, a a big, tall um, receiver. He's never been a touchdowns guy, but, you know, that might be just a Falcons thing. You never know. Um, But, yeah, obviously, without Gronk there... And without Godwin, we thought, without Godwin, we were, we were worrying a little bit with, with Brady, would he have enough weapons with, with just Gage and Evans? And now all of a sudden, you know, Godwin's avoided the pup. but I'm not sure about that one. Um, because otherwise, why would they bring Julio in? And now they got Julio Jones. So they could have all four of them, four receivers, basically starting week one. Um, and Brady's probably the biggest winner. Um, probably Hurts, obviously, it's not going to help any of the receivers. So we can forget about saying it's going to help any of them. Um, Gage probably takes the biggest hit I think, even though he's the same size and shape as Evans, I'm not sure if Evans' target share goes down Um, You know, Brady and Evans seem to have a good connection going, I don't think that stops Um, Godwin's the the wild card though, I mean uh, what happens when he comes back is going to be the biggest question mark, because he will get his in the slot, he'll be in the slot more than all of them, except for Gage probably, but you know in terms of those other other two big receivers so that'll be the kind of wild card that I'll be looking at when Godwin
0: gets back I think yeah interesting uh Rob where'd you sit on this then Brady the uh, the benefactor yeah I agree a lot with what Tony's saying um
2: yeah I think Brady is definitely the winner I think um I think it's, it's more just like a I don't say it's a straight replacement for Antonio Brown but um because I've different players but I think um yeah you'll just elevate the offense he looked good. I watched a training video and um, <laughs> you never take too much from them, but he looked sharp on his, on his cuts. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a boost for Brady. I think it could be a boost for Julio, you know, I, I, if he can stay on the, on the field, if that's the key, that's the key thing. If he stays on the field then he could get, you know, he could get a good share of the, um, of the targets, you know, they're going to throw a, a 10. So I think they're all going to benefit from that. I think what Tony said, yeah, Gage is probably the one who's going to suffer the most. But saying that, um, you know, if Godwin, if the other two went down, so Evans or Julio, I don't know if um, Gage can play it wide at all. So I think he's more cover just for Godwin. So, uh, and by the looks of it, Godwin's going to be, you know, ready to go as well. So I think when we're going to have this discussion about Mike Evans, I think for me, takes a slight drop. Um, I think because everyone was on him because they thought Godwin's out and Julio's there now. So I think slightly, you know, he might just drop a tear into that group of others. Um, but we'll have a discussion about that. But yeah, overall, yeah, good news for, for, for Brady and the Bucks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A um, couple of things. So speaking of training videos, I don't know if you guys caught um, Bagley catching the ball with one hand and a uh, lot of excitement about that. If he can stay fit, um, he's just bumped up uh, a lot of people's uh, excitement and then Julio Jones. So we'll go straight into some of these uh, observations, let's say from, from Twitter. Um, I won't name any names of, uh, of people who've been putting these out, but I'm sure anyone listening who keeps an eye on fancy Twitter will know what we're talking about. So, Someone uh, has gone out with a very hot take of Julio Jones going to finish as a top thirty wide receiver um, next year. Is anyone in agreement on this call for that to happen? And what needs to be true for that to happen? Because there's, I mean, this is this has got add more comments than likes, and you know, there's a there's a lot of debate when uh, tweets have more comments than likes. Um, so I, I don't think he does. But we need
1: to remember what AB did, as Roberto said. So they were on course for two, for three receivers in the top 30 easily last year. So I'm not going to say it can happen, but I don't think it will because Gage is there as I think, well.
2: I think he can. I think, yeah, I think the big thing for me is, I don't think it's the offense. I think if it's the key is, it, can he stay on the field? If he stays on the field, say 15 games of the season, I can see him being a low end uh, wide receiver too. Yeah, I can see it. Um yeah, I don't I don't think Gage is gonna impact too much on Julio. I think it's more for Godwin. Um
1: but yeah you, you know. say that but you know <clears throat> let's think about how much Gage got paid Gage got paid so you know if we're following the money I don't I don't think he's I don't think he got paid just to be a fourth receiver obviously. Um no he, he, he might do a lot of you can do a lot of things differently, as you said earlier as well, from Evans and Julio. So I don't think that Gage is just going to be completely thrown to the side here with the money they paid him personally.
2: Oh, I don't think it's a hot take though. I think, I think. I mean, I wouldn't say it's added, you know, yeah, I, wouldn't put, okay. I, I wouldn't say it's like anything more than this, like a 60, 70% chance, but it's a, yeah. a you know, it's not out of the world. You're saying, you know, it's dreaming like Gage. I can't see Gage finishes a top 24 wide receiver. I think mean, that's no, the difference with Julio.
0: Yes. yes, I think it can happen. Touchdowns, definitely. In the realm of, uh, of possibility. Good stuff. Another one for you. Um, someone's mentioned they'd be willing to draft Julio Jones before Alan Robinson in fantasy. Not Either of you on that train? Nope, Not for me. <laughs> no, nope. Alan Robinson wins over. And then the final one, as we were discussing uh, briefly, um, or alluding to briefly before we came on is uh, the mention of Diggs' fifth overall pick. Someone had him as uh, someone pretty reputable pro- produces a, a lot of good content that I keep an eye on. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Diggs as his fifth overall pick. Any any thoughts on that? And how far off is that from where Diggs sits? And then that'll take us uh, into the conversation around wide receivers. So I think last time I said Diggs
1: crept into to the first round for me. He he is firmly in a tier with Chase and Diggs. Now I some people I've got Chase in above. Roberto's one of them. But mm. I don't think that's a mile away. If you're gonna go receive early, five is five is early, you know. But I was talking about him in the nine to ten range. But I think he's in a tier with chase and others don't clearly. So but
2: no, I think for PPR, I, I think Diggs is definitely in that tier. But I don't know what I don't know what this guy was saying. If it's PPR, then it's still high it, it will if, be it would be PPR. It, it would be PPR. Yeah. Well then if it is, then yeah, it's still too high. Five, but um end of the first is probably right in the PPR.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. All right then. So we we found ourselves at the end of the first, at the end of last show, and we're moving on to uh, to the start of the second. So we'll break it up again like we did last time to, to those four spots. Um, so the first four picks of the second round, um, as you sneak around half PPR, uh, twelve man one QB we were talking about last time. So, what wide receivers? Uh, well, kick it off, Tony. With, with where your thoughts are, at, where your head is at. If you're if you're back to back around the uh, around the corner, or or at least on the turn somewhat. What are you looking at from a wide receiver, or where are you looking yeah, so, at a wide receiver?
1: Um. Probably not, if I'm honest. Um, the wide receivers in that range, first of all. So if we're all in an agreement that Diggs is in the top 12, the first two wide receivers in the, in a tier um, are CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams. Um, so they're the two that fall into this kind of range early early second. I think Mike Evans was in there. Um, Roberto did think that he might have slipped out. So that'd be a discussion to have now. I can't think of anyone else. you know, Debo's not going to reach that tier. So, you know, it's either two or three wide receivers. Um, so you know, that being said, I think I think Aaron Jones for me is the auto pick in this range because I would I would I wouldn't mind reaching on on him. So I mean, let's go back to the digs conversation. If I could start if I was nine, ten, eleven, or twelve, I would love to start Diggs and then Aaron Jones. That would be my perfect start there. I would probably reach for that receiver, as I've said before, in round one, because I'm comfortable with some other running backs in round two. Now, that's not to say I don't like CeeDee Lamb or Adams, um, but there's a lot of doubt around Adams. So I would just skip over him because of that doubt in that, in that range. And Lamb still hasn't been... hes not He hasn't... I mean, why didn't he perform last year, you know, when when Gallup went down, is big question marks there with Lam. And again, you know, he's primed to step up, but we haven't seen it yet. So uh, I'd be taking Aaron Jones and uh, maybe Saquon. I think Saquon will sneak in there. Um, he's already climbing after that one-handed catch, as you say. Well, yeah, so absolutely. I That's wouldn't fun. be surprised if Saquon creeps up to that range come
0: September or August or whatever. Yeah. Well, do you agree with that? And, and if not, what are you looking at? I just
2: think i got to stress again that this is half PPR and not PPR, but um, <clears throat> I think um, CD Lamb and Diggs would be pretty close for me. I still pick Diggs just, but I think that's that's a tier. And then it drops, if we're talking about the wide receivers, I think then it drops a little bit. Um, with I, I, I'll, I would put Adams in the same bucket as Hill, um, Debo, A.J. Brown, um, a lot of question marks over all of those. I, I I'm sure we'll come on to them. But um, you know, they're all they're all new offenses, or majority of them are. So it's um it's difficult to sort of guarantee that they're gonna be what they were before. But um <clears throat> we'll all have our you know, we'll all have our choices. I'm uh, my on Aaron Jones, so I'm different to Tony. He he seems to be quite high. I think for me it's just the upside. I, I'm pretty sure this year, I think I said a lot last year, but I'm more convinced this year that AJ Dillon will get significantly more work um maybe you know a lot of the first and second downs he'll get some passes as well I don't think you missed many last year on the catches so I just think it, it caps Aaron Jones um ceiling um so for me I wouldn't want to be taking him early second as my first running back now I could be completely wrong he could catch you know 80 to 100 balls like swift and score 18 touchdowns but I got a feeling that Dylan's gonna have all the short work around the goal line um I don't think the offense is going to be as good this year I think we, you know we we're seeing Cobb has now been labeled as the number one receiver I just you know I know Rogers is <laughs> immense but it's like <clears throat> you know you got to start worrying about you know who's he throwing the ball to you know you can only you're only as good as your as your receivers so I think um there's a bit of you know a bit of questions on whether they just run the ball. Um, yes, Aaron Jones may get a ton of work, but I still think he's capped slightly because of Dylan. So yeah, I wouldn't take him at that spot for me. But um, Barkley, yeah, he's <clears throat> like like Tony said, he's you know he's got the three down role, so you can see his upside, and he's not capped in any way. It's just the offense is whether they can take a step forward with Dable, and um, and if they can, then yeah, and Barkley stays healthy, then he's a you know he's someone that I would probably. Look at if I was, you know, if I went wide receiver to follow up with the running back, he would be certainly one I would consider. Yeah,
0: absolutely. If you'd have gone running back then at the at the back end, what wide receiver would you look at? Like, like Swift, for example. Yes, yeah, so if
2: I took Swift in the first, then, um,
0: and Diggs wasn't there, and Diggs has gone in the first as Diggs well. has gone,
2: then it would be either a conversation, either Lamb, um, <clears throat> Lamb Barkley, or I probably reach out of you know that bucket we told them in the wide receivers. I probably look at AJ Brown because I probably have him highest of that bucket. AJ
1: Brown, that's Ab- hot.
2: Well, above Adams and Hill, I think. I just think I'm not a big fan of um, the quarterback. AJ Brown
1: the- or Evans? AJ Brown. Right. Okay. So that's. I think that's pretty hot. If I'm honest. I don't
2: think um, he's, he's in his prime now, though. and he's, I think I think Adams is on the way down. I think he's got a lot more. I think his competition for targets is going to be more trickier than, than Brown's. I think Brown's going to get a bigger bigger margin, a bigger majority of of the passes, I think. Um, but yeah, I could be, you know, it's like I said, they're all on different offences, new quarterbacks. Um, Jalen Hurts got a lot to prove. I'm not a big fan of his, but there's a chemistry, you know, off the field. I think you'll get a lot of work. But you know, it's not like, you know, we're just picking the shores, they're all in the same tier. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, you know, I'm not I'm not ranking them as such, but for me personally, I would go AJ Brown over Devante Adams if I was looking at that tier a bucket. I'd probably go Hill over him as well. Definitely in half. I mean, we're talking half PBR today. So yeah, yeah. again, just stress that. If this if this a full PBR, then then I think Adams over Hill and then maybe even Brown, but half I I I would I would go with AJ Brown Hill and Adams.
1: So yeah, for, for me it's the top four top four wide receivers, or I'm taking two running backs. And I don't really want to take two running backs this year, but I, I probably will. So if I miss out on digs, I'm taking two running backs that turn. And I'll be Swift. And I'll be Aaron Jones probably, or Mixon and Chubb. It could be it could be a combination of those. I'd still I'd probably rather in half take two running backs than and have someone like Lamb who, who would be the next wide receiver for me but I just don't feel that, I don't know, there's something about Lamb that I haven't seen before still I, I know he's ready, I know he's ready but you know, he didn't show it when uh, Gallup went down last year and that's always worried me see, see, like Cedric Wilson was having more targets than him you know, Schultz isn't going away I, I don't know it's something about Lamb. It's, Cooper's gone though, is not he? I
2: think we got to we got to yeah, stress yeah.
1: that he's completely gone.
2: There's no, there's no...
1: Well, I don't I don't think that that. I mean, he was the clear number two in a very past happy offense last year, and he just didn't come through. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably. I, yeah, if I miss out on Diggs, as the like I said, wide receiver four. I'm probably taking two two running backs.
2: Not Barkley. That's... You wouldn't take Barkley. Yeah, he's yeah second yeah, running back. Oh, sorry, taking... yeah, I thought I thought. You should yeah, really talk him,
1: him. it be him Jones or Chubb.
2: Not to a fun with
1: either. No. Too low down, yeah?
2: Yeah. End of a tier, Fournette.
1: Probably,
0: yeah. Well, that takes us on to the mid-range then. So, sort of, uh, you're looking at pick 17 to 20, mid-range of the second. You've likely taken one of the top three wide receivers in the first round, potentially. What are you looking at here? Um, You're in the realm of, this is where Fournette potentially creeps in and sort of a lot of the players you already mentioned.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, for me, it's those four running backs, Jonas, Chubb, Barkley and Fournette, one of those. Um, I'd be fine with any of those being my running back one with Chase, for example.
2: Hmm. I think I'd pass on Chubb. I think it depends on the Watson news. I think if Watson's out for a period of time, <clears throat> I think I'm out on Chubb. Just because the offence, I just don't think under preset that's going to work very well. Even if they run a turn, you know, they don't get a touchdown, then he's not going to do much. So I I will pass on Chubb and Jones. So if it was me and I had an early pick, I would look at Barkley. I would look at Fournette. Or like I said, I would probably, you know, deviate to uh, wide receiver. Chubb's
1: an interesting one because he... First of all, I mean what, we're talking about quarterbacks, but who's he been playing with a quarterback in his career? Baker.
2: Um, you know, not great. Yeah, he but they're all significantly one, right? better than brisket <laughs> as, well, as a fantasy. I don't think I
1: don't think I don't think who else did they have last year? Baker missed half the year. I, my mind's gone blank. It wasn't it wasn't even great. Um I and mean, I didn't think it was a powerful offense. Who did they the Browns,
2: um, yeah, I think he was at The Bridgewater, no, Bridgewater was in the frame. yeah. Um... No, he was at the Broncos, wasn't he? Oh goodness! Oh, I
1: can't remember. But anyway, they they it wasn't a great quarterback. And Chubbs thought, I mean, he finished in PPR. Finish? Yeah, twelfth half. Sorry, no, not, not Well, uh, that was full PPR. So okay. In in standard he was eighth or ninth, so in between probably. So I mean, even if he's 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 finishing in the top twelve, even in a full PPR, and that's his weakness apparently, you know, due to his catches with with not really good quarterback and Watson's We're confident now he's he's only missing half the year, aren't we? So come playoff time, yeah. well, I think so anyway. Yeah, um, he, he he belongs there just because he's probably the pure best runner in the league as well. So we got that on his side.
2: Yeah, no arguing his talent. But I think you've got to remember Hunt was out quite a lot last year, mind. So I think if Hunt is back and stays healthy, he two years ago, he had a lot of the passing down and touchdowns from that. So I think, I don't know what his numbers were, Chubb last year. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Oh, he, can no. bre- he can break off a 78-yard run and, and, uh, you know, and, and when you're weak, he's a great runner. But I just think um, as it stands today, I just think there's a lot of question marks on the... The team overall, which I would just pass at this you know, this okay.
1: Yeah. But so Chubb last year finished standard seventh and in PPR 13th. So in half, he's around probably around 10. Just you know, we've gone on those numbers. The
2: season just gone, yeah. Yeah. And two and years. He only, ago? Played,
1: he only played 14 games last year. He completely missed two games. Three That's games. Oh, standard. Running back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know. He is on the, like looking at his snap percentages now. You probably as as you're running back one, you are probably like him a bit higher. So he's around fifty-five to sixty-five. He really goes over sixty-five percent snap percentage. So he's you know we all know he's not a clear walk worker, but he, he gets. Thing is, which I always find amazing, he always gets his points. You 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 know you whoever, if you're playing against him or you have got him on your team, he somehow gets his points, and he's always in that range. You know, he's probably safer than some of the other players in there. Um,
2: so, if you look at Hutt, I'm feel, just looking at, sorry, Kareem Hunt yeah, from yeah. la 21. He only played the first, um, like, first five or six games, and then he missed basically the rest of the season. Um then I mean, Dennis Johnson, remember, was in a game or two, but majority yeah. of the season, Hunt was out. So, I think you've got to bear in mind, I, I agree with everything you're saying, though, about the talent, the Chubb and what he can do, you know, he always gets his points, but I think again, the cap, I'm looking at cap and upside. I think if Hunt stays fit, I think it's a cap there. And to take him as your RB1, you're just limiting your upside of trying to win a champ, you know, a title with, with a player who Mm. probably finishes where, you know, that 12 is best case scenario. You can't see him elevate into a top five, top six running back. In my opinion, I don't think like, you know, if, if Hunt stays fit then obviously in Watson, isn't yeah. there the full season? Case Keenum. Oh,
1: there we are. <laughs> He's better than Brissett. <laughs> Keenum <laughs> is still better
2: than Brissett.
0: But
1: you yeah, know? I mean, you know, quarterbacks are not an issue. That's pretty much what I was saying. You know, in that offense, in that scheme, you'll get his points. But yeah, to probably, yeah, you're right. You know, to be your court, uh, running back one, you would like it to be a bit more
0: upside. I agree with that, I think. Here's a question for you guys. Then, so can you see Mark Andrews creeping into that range for you at all? And are, are, are there any scenarios where he may creep into that mid-second?
1: I think he should be, but I'm. Um, I don't know. I, I like I said, I took Kelsey first round last year, and he obviously finished more or less neck and neck with Andrews. He well, was far behind, maybe, um, and I, yeah. I probably would pass on Andrews in the second round this year. I think he's gonna regress slightly. I think,
2: yeah, I agree. I think he might regress a bit. Obviously there was a lot of buzz on Bateman. I think it's to be a bill depend. If I if I take a running back first, then I'm comfortable taking Andrews in the second round. Mm. If I go wide receiver in the first, then I'm 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 not comfortable taking him because you know, you start going into the, the, you know, the what they call it, the, the dead zone for running backs, and then <clears> there's <throat> there's an issue then if you know you, you end up in the third and the fourth and you're not comfortable with the running backs you've got, um, or there's too many good wide receivers in that range where you think you end up building a, a zero RB approach, and it you know a lot of the time that's not yeah. always that's not always the best format to t- you know to take, especially in half PPR. So yeah, it would be conditioned on taking a running back, but yeah, you, you don't see why you can't finish number one again. You know, if Lamar stays fit he loves Mark Andrews and you know, the connection and and he was you know he was number one last year so can rule it out but I think yeah end of the second more than the beginning or mid for me.
0: Well that takes us into the end of the second then so that's where the that's where Mark Andrews is currently ranked on the uh, on the fancy pros rankings we're looking at here. And we've got Debo Samuel Jonathan Williams and Tyree Kill in that range and then a few other players sort of, uh, who could creep in just outside, depending on what happens with Kamara, et cetera. Um, What are you looking at here? Obviously, you've you've, one of the first four picks. You've likely taken very elite running back. What are you looking at to to pick up at the end of the second?
1: Yeah, good point. So you're more than likely going to have a running back. You know, those were talked about JT, McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, one of those. Um, so your options really, you know, Javante Williams feels like a bit of a shoot for the for the stars, you know. And I, I don't think he'd be in consideration for me, even with a running back that I've got already. I, I'd probably be comfortable going a bit, if I was early, I would be comfortable going to the hero RB kind of strategy and saying, right, I've got my running back. That's it now. I'm not going to touch that position until the Chase Edmonds. As you know, I love him. So maybe, <laughs> you know, around that range is my RB2. I, I that That's how I would do it if I had one of those top ones. So I'd be looking at double. This is where Andrews could go. So if Andrews is a fall here, I would be okay with McCaffrey, Andrews, and Mike Evans. That would be a dream start for me. But, you know, if Adam, Evans was to slip a little bit, um, yeah, I'd be all over that kind of start. Um, and I'd be more likely to go hero RB and therefore looking at past catches in this range.
0: Wrong.
2: Well, yeah, I agree with that. I think um, the only one I would probably ever think about is Kamara. I think this one would be a bit more of a gutsy move. But if, you know, they're talking about, I think he's got one more uh, appearance. August the 1st. Yeah. So, so I think
1: it's Monday. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they've been far away
2: but I don't know if they're going to judge. I think what they're going to do is I think they can, um, if they can prolong it, then the NFL won't action it. So th- there may be a case mm-hmm. that he gets away with it this year and it affects That's him next year. So, I mean, if you can get Kamara huge. on the I mean, turn, second and yeah. third would be league winning potentially. So, um but you'd have to be, you know, you'd have to be a bit ballsy to do that. I think, you know, um, Depending when your drafts is, you know, if you know the answer, then he's not going to be there either way, is he? You know, if he's suspended, he's going to drop. If he's not, he's going to be I, a I think pick, we'll so. know
1: before the draft, personally. Yeah. It feels like we'll know early next, uh, towards the end of the next. Year. The other one, James Connors, the only one that I could think of running back creeping in there. Just on the because... list, though, is he?
2: Is he even in, I, I mean, you yeah, were high on him, at, but where is he's he?
1: RB15. There? He's RB15. Yeah, he's down there. He's, he's, he's cemented in the third round at the moment, but I'm just thinking if you are okay. thinking running back, with either of your next two picks. Sorry, are we talking about the two picks here. Yeah, so on the turn. The yeah, we can yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't take him in the second, but if he's if he's on the turn, um, Connor might be in consideration just because I do like the running back situation in the Cardinals. I mean, he was RB five last year when he was out, um, when Chase was out. So, they if they go back to that, you know, that's wheels up for James Connor. I do like him
2: this year. I quite like the, um, like you said, if you had Taylor or McCaffrey or Henry or one of the big boys, they'd be getting the running backs. I don't mind having a, having a punt on, you know, that bucket of wide receivers that we talked about. So, you know, maybe taking mm-hmm. two of Brown Hill, even T Higgins, you know, someone like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that start to go with, you know, the, the hero Abby without the tight end and mm-hmm. just grab two of the, you know the second tier wide receivers who I like. I think that wouldn't be a bad I, start either.
1: Yeah, I'm very. If I go hero RB, I want to get in a tight end. I think I've said that a few times, but I, I've, I'm, I've, I'm not going to go hero RB and then load up on, on wide receivers. I don't see, I don't see you gaining any kind of benefit there because you could hit on wide receivers later. So as, you know you could take five, but you, MVS later on could easily, easily. Outscore one of those if he connects with with Mahomes. So I, I would rather get a leg up on the onesie position if I'm going here or be And so
2: right, who, Andrews. Who's your elite tight ends? Because I was just thinking if you come back Andrews. in the next round, it's just those two, him and Kelsey. Then because I was yeah. Say, so
1: I, I, Andrews is in that range for me. I, I don't think you're going with
2: well the second. Um, no, I meant I meant do you have any of it? Because like what I'm saying is if you did, if you did that, there's there's a there's a way you could probably fourth and the fifth round that you might still be able to get Waller Pitts and yeah and uh what's his name kill and then it, i just want to know yeah. if you think they're elite if then if they are so i don't think you could k- do this strategy
1: yes yeah you're right so yeah you, you could and it's so it's andrews or dumb reach okay is what i'm saying Fine. so i'm not gonna put i'm not gonna put pits i'm not gonna put yeah there'll sure. be andrews here or the next turn you're right but I, I still i i'm not sure i would put
2: kittle in that bracket Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm yeah, just, you know, yeah. I'm just in on. Yeah. I'm just going on rankings, yeah, yeah. you know, those next three are the, are the consensus. And they, so it's, it's whether you class yeah. them as elite. And if you do, then you could start with, you know, a Taylor McCaffrey, then you could go Hill, Brown, and then grab Kittle, Waller, Pitts. Yeah. If you wanted to do that, you know, yeah, it, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. But yeah, like I said, if, if you go tight then then you could do that.
1: Yeah, it's all about that kind of, whether you go... It's it's basically how many RBs you take, isn't it? All these here RB, zero RB, robust RB—they're all they're all around how many running backs you get for, for a reason because they're crucial in the fantasy leagues.
2: And I think yeah, and half PBR. I think I've done it in the past where I've taken three running backs. I think if you get the running backs to, to all stay fit, I still think that could be the best strategy because in the for, the points format scoring three elite running back sets you up for the rest of the, you know, the rest of the season, because like you said, you can hit on wide receiver late during the draft. Most people can punt tight end. You can obviously draft a quarterback late. There's so many. So if you get a good foundation of three stud wide running backs, then that can work. But it's like we've said, it's how many, you know, you've got to gamble and they stay fit. And I think when I did it, I think two of my three went down even before yeah. week two. So it's, a, I think mean, Barkley I had one on the one year. So yeah, it's, it's difficult to, to go that, but it, it can work, you know, if they say healthy, it's a, it's a good strategy.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I've got one question quickly and uh, we're coming to, to, towards time. So uh, keep it, keep it sharp. Michael Pittman, you can see him just sitting outside this range. Does he creep into that second round for either of you based on the QB upgrade and, potentially getting uh getting more of the ball.
1: Uh, not for me. He's he's I don't know. They they're run they're still a run first team. Really they haven't actually I mean it's a QB upgrade, but it's not mass I mean Wentz is Wentz is still not not that bad. I don't think he was that bad last year. The games I watched anyway. Um they were very unlucky not to get to the playoffs, let's be honest. They lost the Jags in the last game of the season. So, you know, they were there or thereabouts. They haven't added anyone. So, you know, his target share probably stays the same. T.Y. Hilton wasn't really doing much for target share, if I remember correctly, for Pittman. So his target share will stay the same. Um, I think he's the thing is with Pittman, I think he's had his leap already. He he what we we've watched Pittman, and you're either either miss the breakout, or you know, they're not going to go away from what's the winner recipe, and that offensive line is going to run it. And Taylor's going to—that's why he's number one pick, Taylor. So, yeah what's the difference between you know Pittman and I don't know AJ Brown last year on that on that offense at Tennessee? Not not much.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I definitely on round two. I think everything Tony said I agree with. I think Pittman's had his gym I think a lot of people in the industry. Are really on board with Pittman, and they think he's going to be a top. I've said some people say top twelve wide receiver. I just I can't see it myself. I mean, I wouldn't take him. He'd be a round four pick for me. You know, he'd be in the sort of bucket with Sutton, um, who else? DJ Moore, that sort of bucket range. Um, I think, yeah, uh, even T Higgins. I think above him, but yeah, I think it's you know, I think it's a run team, a run first team. He's good. He's a good receiver. I just can't see the top twelve upside. Um, you know, his quarterback is is Matt Ryan. <laughs> he's an old quarterback. You know, he's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. So, so yeah, for me, I agree totally
0: with Tony totally on this one. Well, right, nice. Well, a nice agreement to finish. Um, mm-hmm. Coming to that two minute warning. So, tell us where people can find you, Tony. You're everywhere at the moment. YouTube and all sorts. Where are they find you yeah. on Twitter? Uh, f underscore uh, lights out seven. Come and say hello, brilliant! Really <laughs> yeah, and check out um, Tony's latest uh, latest stuff for five yard uh, rush. Um, uh, yep. really good stuff you guys are putting nice out at the moment, Rob. Where can we find you on Twitter?
2: You can find me at team best 10. I'm not obviously nowhere near as active as uh, Antonio, but uh, I hey, am on there. I'm <laughs>
0: sure you're making YouTube videos somewhere, Rob. You just keep them. Private <laughs> I am gonna release them all in one go. I am, and, yeah, uh, yeah, an album. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a bit of a side hustle, <laughs> I know he has. But uh, yeah. yeah, at Matt May FF, you can find me. Keep an eye on uh, me and Tony as well. Throughout the year, we'll be talking about Error. Scotty Fishbowl. Um, yep. I'll be getting Rob in the next year. Probably to replace me after... Uh, you took, you took Fitment in that one, didn't you? <laughs> I did you take Fitment and my That's why, that's, that's yes. why you're asked. Oh yeah, exactly. A bit of reassurance <laughs> that none of you gave me. So uh, <laughs> that's that's why we're wrapping it up. We've got loads of time. but I, I just need to get off. But uh, and and Love Island is on, so uh, we better wrap oh, it up. Yeah. I know Rob, you gotta you gotta rush off to that now. It's been on pause for a while.
2: Yeah,
0: not for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice one, gents. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, Continue this conversation into the into the real depths of, uh, of those wide receivers. So um, yeah, until then, take it easy, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.